Welcome to House of Decline. As you enter the house, you will notice several incense sticks to your map. They include jasmine, sandalwood, lavender, calm waterfall breeze, nag champa, and Satan's cock. No, Satan's cock would be a terrible incense. <laughs> Every day at, at the House of Decline, the laundry is done in a very matter-of-fact way. You know, okay? The, yeah. The people that work here, we pay them a very good wage, okay? And I think if you come stay here, you have a wonderful time, okay? So, um, ignore yeah, my Yeah, you know, the laundry... The laundry, we fold it once, we fold it twice, but never three times. There's too many times to fold the laundry. <laughs> okay, you won't believe how many we, you won't believe how many terry cloth bathrobes we got for you. Won't, you won't believe how many ways we can fold these terry cloth bathrooms, yeah, bathrobes in your bathrooms at the House of Decline. Oh my God, it's like origami here. It's like a beautiful uh, garment origami factory. Yeah, you get assigned a personal concierge when you sign in here that will stay in the room with you if you want, like if you need someone there. Um, and they'll just talk at you or with you, or they'll shut up. But, you know, you'll have your own personal just person you can order around. It's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll, like, do anything. They'll fold, like, your garments, like, once or twice, but not three times, <laughs> you know. Um. That's where they draw the line. You know, no kissing on the mouth. Don't fold three times, you know. Those are the rules. Uh, And, you know, we have all sorts of uh, garments that you could try on and apply. We have uh, uh, a a shirt. It's very nice. You should have our shirt. You can fold it once. Why is (laughs) it? That you can fold only once. Why is it it that you can only fold those shirts once? Uh, because they come, they, they cut, they're very stiff. Uh, cause they, uh, you can fold them, you can only fold them half down the middle. We make sure to have like some sort of book like spine down the middle for the shirt, but otherwise it's basically just a flat board. It's impossible to get into. You need to staple it to your tits in order to wear it, but it's a nice shirt. Don't worry about it. You know, they, some people say that you can only fold, uh, a piece of paper seven times. Well, those people are quitters, clearly. You think that's true? I, I'm, I'm folding a paper right now. I've got my paper out. Okay. I'm folding. Okay, fold it. I'm folding Caulfield over here. <laughs> uh, one, two, three. You're not going to be able to fold it. Oh, oh, this is impossible. Uh, these golden foldies are having, I, but folds are important in you know, the universe. You know, uh, you cannot you cannot fold a calculator even one time, and I've tried. Well, you I'll are try. yes, you no, you are a quitter. You're the definition of a quitter. You think I could you fold a calculator? To, you need to, you need to get your grip strength. You need to, oh, you need man. to start fingering more. Speaking of grip in strength, in order to get your grip strength, I'm up. experiencing crazy arthritis. That's no good. No, nope, not good. That's no good if you wanna. Yeah, I don't know what uh, it's from. I don't know what it's from. Uh, genetics. You think? 
No, I, I don't know. Uh, you have to stop injecting your bones with uh, uh, feces at night. You have to stop filling syringes with feces and injecting them into the marrow of your bones. Well, I, had I think been, that's the problem. Well, I had been squeezing cockroaches into syringes and then injecting that. So you're saying that I shouldn't See, do... that was good. Oh, that... Okay, I, I had stopped and switched but, to... Well, because you had the chitinous protein of the cockroach carapaces. That was, that was preserving your bones. You shouldn't have switched to feces, is what I'm saying. I had the what of the uh, cockroach... That was your mistake. I had the what of the cockroach carap... Car- can you say that again? The chitinous... Uh-huh. Uh, the chitinous protein, there's a, that's a type of chemical compound found okay. in the shells of uh, chitin or chitinoids. Is it chitin or chitin? chitin. Is it chitin? Yeah. Okay, so the, the, either yeah. the chitinous or the chitinous protein of the cockroach. And then what was the fourth word? Carapace? Uh, carapace. Carapace? The chitinous. Carapace. The chitinous protein of the cockroach carapace. The chitinous protein of the cockroach carapace filling me with boldness is like in that movie Snowpiercer when they're just eating cockroaches but as like black bars of jelly, which is just what Soylent is. Yo, Snowpierce this. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, fucking, I'm gonna do some, some bong rips, Junho, right now. Because that's how I feel. Shit. That's how I feel at this juncture. Did you see Parasite? Did you love Parasite? Why didn't you love Parasite? You fucking racist. Um, I put it on, but then I, tur- I, but then I turned it off. Uh, I just haven't, I haven't put it back <laughs> really? on. Yeah, I don't know. I want to watch it. I really do. You didn't get into it? I didn't get into it yet, no. It's pretty good. I, I I really like that movie. It deserved all the accolades. But what was really funny was uh, seeing all the very privileged people uh, give it accolades. Like uh, people came for Chrissy Tagen, Chrissy Teigen, the John Legend lady who's got a big face. It's got big face energy, and she tweets a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She she said, "Oh my God, I love Parasite." And then, you know, everyone was making fun of her Birkin bags. It's like, you love Parasite, but you are the oblivious rich family. And uh, a fun time was had by all dunking on the rich, but they remained rich. Big face energy. I would like to drive... (laughs) (laughs) I know the goal is to drive a wealthy person to suicide using just the power of the internet. What have you done to accomplish that today? What have I, um, who have I fa- tweeted at that's famous today? Let me check my, 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 my recent, my recent Voltaire-esque barbs. I don't know why. I just, just insult Zenny Jarden a lot. That's the one who I just it's write not, mean tweets to It's not to worth the most. it. It's not worth it. Well, I know she can take it, which is why I'm fine. I'm not going to drive her to suicide. Zenny... Zenny is like that because uh, she wants people to come for her. She's like that. She's like that guy at the bar who's just trying to start it, who, who wants to instigate a fight, but just the start of a fight, you know, and then fizzle out slowly. Yeah, it'd be funny to be a guy that I, I, I start the fights and then I just melt away. <laughs> There's a lot of that kind of energy right now. Yeah. 
but I think that's that's happened to me in my younger days where I was like I I I had the energy or the the sudden anger to start a fight and then I immediately realized oh I am not equipped at all for this yeah fights are and, hard uh, you can't just, you know they're hard to win <laughs> it's really you got to be crazy you, you got to be you got to be willing to take physical damage to you your body and i'm all soft and weak and breakable soft and weak and, and uh, breakable i when's the last time you were in a fight i don't i don't really remember um i got punched on the bus i got punched in the face on the bus so i had to say i was sorry but it like it wasn't that but that was a long time ago what city was this in? I, I don't know. This was in Dallas, but this was a long time ago. I was like 13. Why did you get punched? For no reason? No, not for no reason. I was like kind of flailing around. And I, <coughs> and I, and when I was flailing around, I hit someone. And so then they punched me in the face. But it was an accident. <laughs> but I did deserve it. So you were, you were 13 or something like that? Yeah, but that's like the last time anything like that happened. Yeah, that's the last time I was in... The last time I was in, like, a fight, a fist fight, was when I was 11. I distinctly remember it. It was with a kid named Alan, and we had agreed to it beforehand. It, it was, like, a, because I think I had seen it in, like, just... In, in TV shows where people would agree to a fight after school, and that's what you would do to settle problems. I remember losing. What was the problem that you had to solve? Uh... I don't, I have no idea. I think it was just, I, w I was just an angry kid. My parents were going through a divorce. I just lash out. I just want to punch everything. I still want to punch everything. I love punching stuff. Yeah? What kind of, uh, let's yeah. go on a punching spree. I'm going on a punching spree. <laughs> I'm just punching. I'm just punching all over town. <laughs> punch this lamp. I punch this chair. I punch this fan and I punch my hair. Punching all across town. Yeah. Oh, and here um, I go that's... punching again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm doing Rick and Morty. Uh, now, yeah, see, we're, we're all in fact, it's, it's become culturally uh, fucking, well, I haven't seen the new episodes, and I'm sort of proud I haven't seen the new episodes. I, I know that's a weak thing to be proud of, but it's almost, I've, I've had Rick and Morty exhaustion. I no longer feel like I am part of the culture that embraces Rick and Morty. You age out. Or Joker. We've aged out. Yeah. We're no longer relevant. I, I, it, oh, my God. It's weird to age out of a cartoon in real time. Yeah. I've never had that happen before. To yeah. just stop being a demographic. <laughs> stop being part of a demographic. Oh, my God. Uh, what have I? What cartoons have I been watching? I haven't watching a lot of cartoons. I tried watching Daria again. Oh yeah, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to watch Daria because um, I don't think they have the original music. No, because all the original music was like they used Radiohead and shit, and that shit's expensive. Well, fuck that. I want to watch Daria with the original music. Uh, Daria is is fine. I can relate to her. I, I can't really relate to her because um, I went to an all-boys school for I high went to school. one, too. 
Yeah. We were only mm, having a run. We were both fancy boys. lads. Mm. Oh, boys. Just boys so, as far yeah, as you can nothing. see. But I... So the Daria experience as being like the alienated outcast person that is just sort of capable of basic abstract thinking amongst a sea of people that are sort of motivated by base social uh goals you know that's uh that's the premise of daria and i guess i used to feel like that but i have a lot more sympathy for people like uh who are supposed that show really puts people into boxes of jocks and nerds and uh cheerleaders and stuff like that etc and even thinking back my high school experience no one was really like a straight up stereotypical tv jock like they are on daria or in endless 80s movies yeah i mean it's i didn't have Did you that... have like stereotypical jokes no not really because i also had to go to an all-boys school so but I spent one year at a public school where it, I could kind of see something like that. Those, there, I mean, there's also drug dealers. Those were funny guys. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I wish there had but been yeah, more of that I think around at my school. There was not, I wish there had been more of that in Daria. They don't really do drugs in Daria. Well, yeah. Which is, uh, that was a quintessential part of high school. They do it on uh, what's that show where all the teens fuck now? Euphoria. I don't know. That there's been like five or that's seven show different that, shows where that's the premise. Yeah, it, it's a HBO show where sad teens fuck. Uh huh. Which I mean, isn't I don't Thirteen know. Reasons Why another sad teens fuck show? Dude, I can't keep up. I don't know. Should be. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> sad teens fucking. <laughs> Uh, what was the last Sad Teens fucking show you watched? Oh, gosh. Riverdale? Dude, I haven't watched... I don't know. Buffy, probably. Yeah, you're right. Buffy is a good Sad Teens fucking show. That's what it was. Because... Okay, so yeah. The Sad Teens fucking premise... It goes way is back. Is that... Yeah. All the way back. I guess to like... Romeo and Juliet... Degrassi, Degrassi really is like the Ur sad teens fucking okay, show. Yeah, I guess history only goes 80s. back that far. Yeah. yeah, but like being able to show teens fucking, realizing that because you, you couldn't show that on sixties and seventies TV even. Uh, but uh, Degrassi pushed the boundaries to be able to show teens fucking. So here's the here's the weird paradigm of the teens fucking shows, mm-hmm. especially the sad teens fucking shows, which is also like Skins uh, and Degrassi, is that it is beloved by an audience, a fan base of young people mm-hmm. that sort of see idealized versions of themselves and feel like they're being spoken to like adults. And then... There are total fucking perverts that watch it and love it. So that is the that is the double audience base of uh, it's the it's like also like the My Little Pony thing, beloved by two entirely separate audiences for two different reasons. I don't think I ever watched Degrassi. De- eh, they're they're fine. They're fine. Did someone get shot? 
Someone does ecstasy to at age 14. They did drugs in Degrassi. That was nice. Who's, was nice on, who's on it that's famous? Uh, Drake. Drake comes from Degrassi. Drake? And it is a it is a popular Canadian export. My dog is fucking going to town on a pillow right that's now. That's where Drake comes from? Yeah, that's where Drake comes from. He comes from Degrassi. He got his initial bid of fame playing Jimmy... I forget his last name, but his character's name was Jimmy. And he his big character arc was he gets shot and is in a wheelchair. Oh. And... Uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> oh, that sounds. That Drake sounds, is uh, so funny. That sounds like it was a heroic yeah, portrayal, I, you know, like a really heroic portrayal. You know, Drake is a great actor. I'm surprised <laughs> he's not in more movies. I mean, did he? I hope he won an award for that portrayal. That's all I have he to pro- say. He won a minor Canadian uh, actor award. So is Degrassi a Canadian Scrooby. show? It is a Canadian show. From Toronto? Named for a Canadian street. Yeah, you can go to Degrassi Street if you want. It's right down the block from me. And there are sad teens fucking there. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, I feel bad for teens, uh, you know? I, just, I feel bad for teens. Like nowadays or in general? Just nowadays. Why? Because they have especially no hope. They're all ex- they're all <laughs> expected to be Greta Thunbergs. I don't know. I don't know what's expected of them. Yeah, I just feel bad. Uh, but you know, at least feel bad. Yeah, at least they have Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think teens like Drake. I think Drake. I think they've uh, Drake has aged out of that demographic. I think Drake is beloved by. Uh, our stupid, our stupid cohort. Really? That is who he speaks to. Oh, okay. Yeah, that those are the the main purchasers of Drake's music. Our fucking thirty year old college boys. Well, yeah. or I guess not. Who likes Drake? I don't know anyone that fucking likes Drake. That's how I'm. I'm. I'm way out of the. Yeah. Well, you and I'm I. Way out of the zeitgeist. You and me. We don't know anybody. Okay. So. Yeah, we that's live, true. We live in my this old house of decline. My you here. and my dog and, um, I don't know, the, cacti. The anthropomorphic house that we live in. <laughs> yeah, the talking house we live in. Yeah. I got three friends. You, yeah. me, this dog, and the house. The house, which is simultaneously in Toronto and Michigan. It's the house of decline, baby. The House of Decline. It is a biological, interdimensional house. Flesh house. Operating within the forever space. And it talks to me at night. Whispers things that no one should hear. Like about all like those... Like Edward Moore Drake's face. Like, <laughs> about all those... <clears throat> all those body parts buried in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, all those penises... All those penises buried in the backyard. That's actually, I would love to live in a a tiny house of my own design. That'd make it weird. You ever watch those tiny house videos? All the time. Yeah. Yeah, what is the appeal of that? Uh, Everything is within reach. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I I like it. So convenient. 
everything is out you know yeah. you can see everything you own and it's all right there and uh you know it's like the pods that that we're gonna all be living in we've talked about this i think the pods remember see i'm lucky episode. in that i am agoraphobic and not claustrophobic uh, because that sounds, it sounds fucking great. To, like I hate, have you ever been to a very rich person's house and been in a, like a cavernous mansion and been felt intimidated and fucking weird and, and like you needed to hyperventilate? Um, uh, that's not happened. I haven't felt, I don't have to hyperventilate from that generally. <laughs> no. Why? Why? Have I, you? I, have I you? felt like have that. You had... I, well, yeah, I think. Cavernous mansions make me feel weird. They make me feel like a vampire in a church, you know? I mean, or like me in a church. Generally, when I feel nervous in a place, I feel like I have to poop. You know? <laughs> and then I'm like, I gotta find a bathroom. Because I'm see, nervous. But see, that is where we are different. Our fear resp- I'm a puker. That's my fear response. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's no fun being a pooper. No. I have no. I've I've pooped my pants lately. Yeah, I'll well, because that's the good lately. thing about puke—you can puke anywhere, really. Yeah, and it's fine. You don't the the the, yeah. the shame and the stain of puking doesn't live yeah. on like pooping. No, puking puking publicly is definitely less embarrassing than shitting oneself publicly. Yeah, one time in college, on I on the scale. One time in college, I was puking right in front of a a dorm door. And a girl walked out just as I was puking a bunch. And it was in full view. And that was shameful. But not as bad as if I had been pooping my pants at the same time. <laughs> or even just by itself. Uh, man, when's the last time I pooped my pants? I, um, I, it was at work. Yeah, I pooped my pants a little at work. Oh, no. I took a chance on a risky fart. And uh, didn't pay off. Yeah, you got to take that. And uh, take that I shit threw seriously. those undies out. Yep. Yeah, I surreptitiously. Oh, Where? Yeah. Where'd you just put just in the? I buried them <laughs> in the garbage can of the bathroom. <laughs> oh no. Uh, I I I put like I put a bunch of paper towels over them. Nice. You hit it. Hit it like a shameful dog. Yeah. You dirty dog. Yeah. <laughs> What's very funny is I instantly clicked into, like, uh, I was seeing the Matrix. I knew exactly what I had to do as soon as I shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) I was very calm, and I proceeded in this way. I am 2.4 meters from the door of the bathroom. I will (laughs) exact my lave movements such that I will not have any spillage down my leg. I will enter the second stall. I will remove my trousers. I will, yeah, very methodical approach to cleaning up my my shitty drawers, yeah. the, uh, which is nice. It was nice that I didn't panic. Yeah, in the in the Jetsons future, the robot like maid service for the office locks on to you, and it's a race to the bathroom. Target identified. There's shit in his pants. It's, it's just like this robot Roomba with a with a sponge and a, and, a, and a Lysol spray is chasing after you. <laughs> cleaning up your shitty pants the future. cleaning up your shitty pants <laughs> yeah the future will be great it'll be ass wiping robots all over the place oh my god that's the dark side of the Jetsons 
<laughs> Man, you think like George Jetson like fucked Rosie? Like he installed a vagina. He he got like a, a vagina module for Rosie. Because she's like a robot. She doesn't have any feelings. And it's like the, the 24th century. So like they're probably poly, right? Um, Sure, man. Whatever floats your boat about the future. <laughs> what do you think the sex proclivities of the Jetsons were? In an endless... Because Rosie is a servant. Rosie is clearly sentient. She's sassy. Which means she's capable of so many higher... Data was never sassy. Data? Rosie's sassiness was... is indicative of her sentience. I mean, Data was sassy when he uh, got the special powers to have emotions. Yeah, that's true. I guess he's all no. Nah, he's sassy. Data is sassy when he's he does logical burns sometimes through his childlike misunderstandings of various events. He will burn people, so he's sassy in that respect. Yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I love Data. I want Data to be my friend so bad. Um, Still, that oh gosh, now I'm trying to remember the actor's name. You know his name, Brent Spider. Spider. Yeah, Spider. His last name Spiner. Spiner. Spiner, Brent Spider. Spiner. <laughs> I'm Brent Spider. <laughs> Data, except it's Jesse Ventura. Uh, Captain Picard. The thing when you were governor of Minnesota. Well, how's your Jesse Ventura impression? Now, that's more Macho Man Randy Savage. The thing about the Jesse Ventura impression, that, that's more like the Jesse Ventura impression. You have to have a mustache. Down to your fury core. Yeah. Adomian does a great venture. Who? Who is it? James Adomian. Uh. Does a great venture. Ooh. I was trying to do my Macho Man right. Can you do a Macho Man right, Seven? No, I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The cream of the crap. The cream of the crap. I'm cocaine, brother. Yeah, wrestlers, man. I take a lot of I take a lot of cues from the geniuses. Nice. Well, uh, wow. How do you feel about Chris Benoit? Chris Benoit. I mean, he was cool back in the day, and then uh, he had the chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. Yeah. Encephalopathy. 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 Chronic. He killed his uh, killed his family with weight it with weight. And then he hung equipment. himself. Was it like with workout equipment or something though? You are right. He hanged himself with workout equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's very it's very poetic. Hmm. It's terrifying. I think he was. I think he was homoerotically attracted to Eddie Guerrero. You think? And he never acted on it in life before Eddie Guerrero died. And that's what drove him to murder his family. Was Chris Benoit an actor also sometimes? I, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think he had the wrestling acting capacity. But he was the greatest technical wrestler of all time, whatever the fuck that means. That's what they all say about him. That's when like a wrestler can't do flips, but they can do holds real good. It's when they're not flashy. I don't but know. Man, he's means. the greatest technical wrestler of all time. I would have, if I heard that, I would have thought it meant he could do anything. But I guess it means he can't. He did a lot of he did a lot of bumps. He did a lot of flying headbutts. Hence the CTE. Oh. It's bad when your signature move is the flying <laughs> headbutt. <laughs> oh oh no. my god! Oh no! That's the 
they should call that move the family killer. They should um, replace NFL players with professional wrestlers. <laughs> I'd like to see uh, that. They should they should fix NFL games. Oh, fix them like uh, for maybe them, they are like <laughs> for gambling. What did you say? My fucking dog is being a bitch and barking. Whoa, dude. I said fix them like for gambling? Yeah. No, not for gambling. Just have the games. They're predetermined. Everyone knows they're fake. But we have uh, choreographed bone-crunching hits. Oh, yeah. And, like, choreographed, like, amazing Hail Mary throws. Well, that's harder to do. And we script games so that they're never boring again. I mean, that's harder to do. Part of baseball is that it is boring, and it's boring on purpose. Yes, but I'm talking about football, yeah, which football. is not supposed to be boring, but it is extremely boring. Yeah. I don't know how to fix football. I think you take out the uh, timeouts. You fix it. Like, like, like um, uh, some form of if you rugby, rugby-fy it a little bit more, then it can be a little less boring. There's less yeah. stoppage. Too much stoppage. Do you, how come? Do you ever hear of rugby players like killing their families? Is there like a big? You never hear about rugby players doing a lot of domestic abuse. Well, or is that like a problem in New Zealand? I think if you look in like Australian news, I think it is a problem. But I don't know. Could probably let me see if I can do a quick search on Twitter. Oh man, Diego! You're gonna really search for acting up. He's barking today. My dogs are barking. I will destroy you, you little jerk. Just because they're banging at the door. Stop looking at me, you dog. You're not cute. You're destroying a pillow right now, and I can't do anything so because I'm you... recording <laughs> a fucking podcast. Have you ordered any good takeout? <laughs> have you ordered any good takeout lately? Yeah, I, I don't... I uh, No. No? No. I'm trying not to order as much takeout. I don't know why. Well, it's expensive. I feel like I, I want to let restaurants die. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I kind of had that feeling. <laughs> Fuck your dreams. Fuck your restaurant dreams. <laughs> no. no. I mean, it's like it's it's misplaced anger. That's all. Yeah. But honestly, I, I've just realized that I can. Uh, I've I finally made the adult realization that I can cook a lot of cheap meat for myself, cheap as meat. opposed to ordering it from somewhere else. What kind of cheap yeah. meat are you cooking? Yeah, meat for real cheap. Pardon? What kind of cheap meat you cooking up? I'm interested. Uh, just you know, crap parts of the animal. Like I, you can buy you know you know tip steak. You yeah. Buy tip steak mm. for like tips. A good chunk of beef. What are the tips for? from? Like three forty two. Like the tips of your mm. toes. <laughs> yes, it's from the it's it's from the it's the it's the cow's foreskin. Oh no, it's the bull foreskins. I'm just eating a lot of bull foreskins. I only eat meat from the male cow. <laughs> it increases my power. <laughs> Ah <laughs> uh, yes, my male cow meat. <laughs> well, I'm making some. I'm making some Midwestern tacos tonight. You know, in the hard shell. And are you having them with male cow? Yeah, I got those Midwestern hard shell you, tacos that are like flat bottom, so they stand up. <laughs> Have you seen those? <laughs> it's fantastic. Ah uh, man, the Midwest. 
knows all about flat bottoms. Hell yeah, we do. White ladies uh, have flat asses uh, we historically. Got, our flat asses are flat in our chairs. Man, I need to get a new office chair. You know, the one I'm rocking right now is a 11 years old, and it was from where when you and I used to live together. <laughs> Bro, that's not ergonomic. It is. It is very old. It's at least 11 years old. But I really like to use stuff until it starts to just fall apart. And it's now falling yeah. apart. It's, I had to go, use some Gorilla Tape. The armrests are falling off. It's time for a new office chair. There you go. You got to get out to Staples. Got to get out to Office Max. Got to find one just on the streets of Ann Arbor. Because there are probably a lot, actually. Because Ann Arbor is one of the, seems like one of those places where people discard perfectly good shit. I haven't seen too much of it on my walks about town. Um, okay. sometimes well that's that's my experience in toronto people discard perfectly good shit all the time i have i am staring at a uh at a shelf that i picked up from the street like a common whore <laughs> like a common whore picking up shelving on the streets <laughs> those those whores Always pick it up street shelving. Yeah, you just love to Blast think. Them. You just you just want you want to be a whore. Just go be one. <laughs> I'm trying to be a whore, but I'm just bad. I'm bad at sex talk. I'm always like, oh yeah, daddy, how about those balls? <laughs> I want to just get between the folds of your balls. It all comes down to folds. Folds once. Folds twice, folds three times, folds four times. You know, Too many you, folds. How many times can you fold ball skin? That's a mathematical problem. A mathematical that will be problem. I got up to four. Harvard PhD. Yeah, I got up to four. How many times can you fold your own mm. ball skin? Okay, I'm doing it now. You're doing it now? Uh, Don't hurt well, yourself. Well, okay, so... I'm gonna have to. It's very cold in here, so I'm gonna have to lose some. I, I have my. I have uh, some passive AC on, so um, yeah, zero time. at this point. Unless you count the folds that are already on there. Get yourself a hair dryer so. and warm them up. Ball folders. <laughs> Get your ball folders. They're a little closing clamp that'll fold your balls. Uh. I, but I do think there is something there is something cosmically interesting about folds. You know, uh, it's the folds in the Golgi apparatus. The idea of increasing surface area without taking too much space. The idea of exposing more of yourself by navigating yourself into this uh, gooey shape. I don't know. I'm thinking about folds now. What do you think about folds? You're thinking about the Golgi apparatus right now? I'm thinking about the Golgi apparatus. I'm thinking about my fat folds, my back folds. Maybe that's just the Golgi apparatus. I'm just Golgi apparatusing. I'm just Mr. Folds all of a sudden. I'm Ben Folds. I think you're Ben Folds. How many times can you yeah. fold Ben Folds' ball skin? <laughs> um, man... That's what I. That's what I call my back rolls, my bend folds. Did you knock your microphone over? No, my fucking my dog is being a cunt. He's being a real fucking cunt. He's smiling at me. He's just been thrashing about with a toy. 
because uh, he doesn't know that Daddy is recording his very important podcast. <laughs> well, it sounded like you knocked your microphone over and it fell on the ground. I, I did. I was taking his toy from him. Oh, no. And now well, he is standing there looking at me. Unfortunately for all the people listening at home, we do not have an editor or a producer. So all content will remain in the episode as recorded, unless, of course, I say something that I later regret. Yeah. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. That that was my joke that I I had for a while, is I fuck like an Egyptian. Raw. (laughs) I don't understand. Is it because of their mummification? Um, the sun god Amun-Ra. Oh. I, maybe I should qualify it a bit. I fuck like the Egyptian sun god, Ra. Oh, Ra. That's, see, that makes more sense. Ra, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just Ra dog in it. <laughs> but it's spelt Amun-Ra dog in it. You see. He is the sun god, but also barebacking. Have you ever been barebacked by a god? <laughs> oh god. That sounds That happens all the time in Greek mythology. That yeah. happens all the time in where did you say in Greece? Greek mythology. Oh, in Greek mythology. I thought you were saying that in Greece people get raw dogged by dogs all the time. Uh I guess Mary got barebacked by God. Uh, yeah, hey, if you wanna put it that way. I think people. I think the last time I heard something like that was uh, seven, seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so God was raw duck and Mary. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What if, what if he was using a God condom and it broke and Jesus was an accident and he was like, "Ah, yeah. my son, I give you my son." <laughs> could God have a a dick so big that no condom could fit on it? <laughs> <laughs> He is not all powerful. Uh, so, did God jizz into Mary, or I guess he Jesus just appeared as a fetus? Did Jesus develop as a fetus, or was he just a little? He just he was a baby all of a sudden and just poof into existence. I think yeah, most no, Christians he, think um, of the poofing. He what he did the way it, this is how it worked. He pointed his okay. finger at Mary, and then it poof jesus as a fetus jesus appeared in her womb just kind of there was a poof Mm -hmm. like a little cloud of smoke if you had a camera inside the womb you would have seen a little cloud of smoke go poof you would have seen the words poof like with stars kind of like poof and then the fetus uh inside um just sort of fully formed not (laughs) any kind of cells just poof and then it air you know miracle like a third trimester fetus, not like a blastocyst. No, like a early, earlier, like wherever the United, okay. like right where the United States Supreme Court's viability limit is, like two weeks, two weeks earlier than that. Uh, yeah, where it starts getting cute. Yes. <laughs> when it's ugly, we can abort it. It's fine. But when it starts looking too human, then we're I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Ah, fuck it. Killed a bitch. 
Would you abort baby Jesus? Yeah. Oh, look at me. I uh, I mean, I'm a, if I was I'm Mary, then it would have been 90s. my choice, right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I don't her. think it, it was a try. I don't think people were getting abortions at the time. Oh, sure they were. There was abortifacient. <laughs> there was like abortifacient plants that were widely. There was some abortifacient plant. If I'm using the word correctly, like a abortion plants. Well, yeah, that I, I forget what it's called. People have been giving themselves abortions horticultural abortions forever, though. So yeah, just you just stick some wormwood up there. <laughs> just pour some bleach. It just you just pour. That's what they had in Jerusalem. In ancient Jerusalem, was just a lot of bleach. Yeah, real bleach-based economy. Yeah. They had Clorox. That's how far back Clorox yeah. isn't a, is an ancient Egyptian word, actually. It, yeah, hieroglyph. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's the oldest company in the world. It's the oldest brand in the world. I love all those ancient Japanese companies. Like this hotel in Japan is from the year six hundred and eighty-two and has been run by the same family for centuries. I love that. Can you imagine the member of that family who, like, I want to go to clown college. Yeah. <laughs> You're the last son of our dynasty. We're going to have to sell this to Disney if we don't, if you don't go. Now nah, I'm going to clown college. <laughs> but the thing is, Japanese clown college is super intense and involves many tournaments. Man, is there Japanese uh, clown college? There's got to be some sort of thing. Like, but like, there, I'm sure there's like the the hoity-toity French clown. Uh, <laughs> I, maybe. What is? I guess there's kabuki. That's sort of Japanese clowning. Yeah, they're clowns. They're basically clowns. They probably don't exaggerated have... makeup people. They probably don't have French clown college in Japan. <laughs> I think that would maybe be, they do. They are they. You think we should? Because if if they I, don't have that yet, that would be a. I bet we could really get it clean up. You know, make a lot of money if we were to go start the first one. We become the first. Uh, we start the first Puro school. We start the first serious academic comedy. Uh, program yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Like, this is how you do comedy, uh, okay? You have to dress yeah. up in black and white and paint your face black and white, alternating with fleur-de-lis all over. <laughs> and then and then you do practice. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen went to one of those clown colleges. He did go to a fancy French clown college. Really? Oh, yeah. my God. The art but, of uh, well, <laughs> is it, but it, it Okay, so I'm going to sound like an asshole here, but there is an actual theory to it, which is that, which actually Sasha Baron Cohen really embodies, which is that uh, a clown is an innocent, um, and it is like Charlie Chaplin. And by being sort of innocent or being sort of an exaggerated figure or being sort of ignorant you expose the prejudices of other people. And those are literally all of Sasha Baron Cohen's characters. He plays, like, a very stupid, exaggerated person uh, to show so that other people's uh, 
uh, weird shit comes out. <laughs> and so that is some clown theory for you. Yeah. I like clown theory, but <laughs> I like I like making money more. And you, you know what? You just can't make money with clown theory. <laughs> <laughs> You went to your fancy clown liberal arts college where yeah. you studied clown David Foster Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Infinite jester. <laughs> that, that book's just about tennis. It's weird. It is about tennis. It's, it, for all David you tennis Foster people. Wallace is... <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever read it? Yeah, I read it. I read it in college. I was like, man, this this book's about cl- about clown. No, it's about, it's about tennis. It's about clowns and tennis. No, you're thinking of clown David Foster Wallace and his book Infinite Jester. Uh, <laughs> right. I make other clown books. Uh, there's uh, Clown Thomas Pynchon uh-huh. and uh, 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 Gravity's Rainbow. Yeah, a clowning comes uh, across the sky. <laughs> everything is clowns now everything is spooky clowns spooky clowns yeah the clown is now remember how vampires were popular as the horror figure yeah a while back now it's clowns is it clowns I don't know it's horror it. movies have kind of uh, died off I think Jordan Peele killed horror movies accidentally good with, Why? By with being get, so get awesome? Nah, yeah, because he was like... I liked like, us. He made an amazing horror movie and I'll put everyone else to shame. <laughs> I don't know. We can have horror movies again. What's uh, What was good recently? I Did don't you know. like us? Did you see us? Yeah, I saw us, but it wasn't even as good as Get Out. He put us yeah, all to shame, us, including himself. The real horror is capitalism. The real see. horror is actually coronavirus riots and movies coming go. soon. We're going to have a resurgence of, of horror movies. <laughs> Let's give Do you it... think there are going to be a lot of um, disease horror movies oh, yeah. because of coronavirus? Yeah. Ugh. We're going to get I some don't like good that stuff. Good content incoming. Mm. Can't wait. Mm. Uh, you you know it's uh, uh man J.K. Rowling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just thinking of the, this talk of like the horror addressing social issues made me think of this one character from Harry Potter who's like the antagonist werewolf named Fenrir Greyback. Yeah, man. And what makes it especially weird is that uh, J.K. Rowling explicitly uses werewolfism as an AIDS metaphor (laughs) in the Harry Potter books, which is already crass enough. But Fenrir Greyback is, (laughs) is a guy who goes out of his way to give children werewolfism. He's like, welcome to the world of werewolfism. He puts on the mirror after he fucks him. <laughs> yeah, J.K. Rowling so, coming yeah. out as problematic this past weekend, I believe. 
she said some more turf shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you expect? What do you want? Oh no. What do I want? It's I funnier want... that Twilight is now more woke. I want I want Harry Potter revisionism with ideologies that I agree with. That's what I want. Because it is it is uh, the Bible of our times. Dude, it is. It's a lot gonna of people become do the fucking Bible. see it that way. Harry Potter's gonna become the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> the Christians were right. The occult is going to but it's the lib occult. The oh god, dude! In two thousand oh, years, no. in two thousand years, people are gonna be arguing over Harry Potter like we argue over the Bible. Like, dude, he wasn't real, was he? It's like quit saying Harry Potter wasn't real. <laughs> he was real. We have historical evidence. <clears throat> yeah, we have we have the her books. tweets. We have the screenshots. <laughs> she is the prophet. <laughs> J.K. Uh, J.K. Rowling is actually historically the name of several different authors who were all writing right around <laughs> the same time about Harry Potter. Okay. Yes. He was a real person. There was J.K. Suleiman. What? There was J.K. Maimonides. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the fifth. The fifth oh, gospel man. is is not canon, and we kicked that one out. But one through four, and then six. And then, and then the writings of the Broadway play, of course, uh, have just recently mm-hmm. been discovered in an urn in a cave. The yes. Broadway play. Uh, <laughs> the was it? Is it a Broadway play? The the uh, did you the Cursed Child? Wasn't it a West End production? I thought it came over to or Broadway. Did it move I don't to know. Broadway. Whatever the Harry Potter play, where they. Um, did more Harry I have Potter. no fucking idea what that shit is about. I don't know the plot. I am not interested in it at all. But fucking uh, allegedly, it's disappointing. What? Because well, they're all adults. Yeah. Yeah. Or I don't know. Because everything's disappointing. Why do you, you need more Harry Potter? The story fucking ended. You can never go back. You will never be a child again. Stop. Stop with this Gryffindor shit. Yeah, but did but did you know that Hillary Clinton's actually a Gryffindor? <laughs> did you know that actually? I don't want to. But be. did you know that actually Elizabeth Warren is a Ravenclaw? But did you know oh that? Oh my god! Did you know that? Wait. Beto O'Rourke. Elizabeth <laughs> is actually. Well, they did a DNA test, and it turns out she's only one one hundred and twenty eighth Ravenclaw. <laughs> oh snap! Be careful what you wish for. I am dumb. <laughs> well, fucking Elizabeth Warren. The only article I can find is from 1989 from Tokyo. U.S. Clown School, a release for Japan's businessmen. Ringling Brothers and Barnum <laughs> Bailey Circus. This is 1989, Tokyo. Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus opened a clown college in Tokyo Monday to give the overworked armies of Japanese businessmen a little comic relief. It is said that Japanese businessmen have too much stress and pressure, said Ron Severini, director of Clown College Japan. It is our plan to help students relieve stress, shed inhibitions, and let go. 
We have gotten a lot of calls from companies that want to send their employees, said Severini, a former dean of the original Ringling Brothers Clown College in Venice, Florida. <laughs> 30 new enrolled students paid $3,800 each for the 15-week crash course in clowning, including sections on juggling, pantomime, magic, improvisation, unicycle riding, stilt walking, and makeup. So there you go. It's been done. There you go. <laughs> But that's the crass American clown college, not the fancy French clown college. I know. It's the Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey. Yeah, these are, they, they don't have the, they'll, they'll teach the Japanese people to do exploitative freak shows. Oh, too late. <laughs> <sighs> Instead of murdering the dolphins, what if you make them do tricks? <laughs> <laughs> what if you cut them in half and sew one of the dolphin into a monkey skeleton and then say it's a mermaid? <laughs> uh, mutilating animal corpses to prove that mermaids exist. Mm-hmm. That's the American dream. It's 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 very it's a very fun hobby. So a lot of people I do it have... in Maine. That's what most the biggest hobby in Maine is. Animal mutilation? To, yeah, to make fake mermaid corpses. <laughs> <laughs> Just get a monkey, a monkey and a and a big tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Glue the bones. Oh, we're together. making mermaids out here. <laughs> I come out to Maine, we're making mermaids out here on the coast. <laughs> I come from a long line of mermaid makers. My father was a mermaid maker, my father before him was a mermaid maker, and his father before him. His yeah. father before him was a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> we use a special glue called Jim Jam. It's how we glue the skeletons together. Oh, how do you? You make... gotta scrape the scales, boy. How do you make Jim Jam? You gotta scrape the scales, and then use some spinal <laughs> fluid. It's gotta be fresh. Scales and spinal fluid, boy. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I love Maine, man. I would love to go. What's to in Maine. that whirlpool over there? <laughs> we mermaid makers don't go with that whirlpool. <laughs> Oh, man. That's where they revive. That's where you can make mermaids real. <laughs> I'd love to just go to a restaurant and see a captive mermaid just in a tank in Disney World. <laughs> oh, wow. They got a mermaid in a tank here, hun. That's a Disneyland. Wow. Like a sentient Ariel from the Little Mermaid type, like very human top. Like, cannot be denied that we should not be keeping this thing in a cage. No, I mean, like, literally a, uh, someone in a mermaid outfit with a snorkel uh -huh. having to be in a tank for fat people to eat in front of. That exists. Uh, that must exist. That must. I, that definitely exists. How can that not exist? Well. To look up mermaid bar. <laughs> You look right it up. now. You look it up right now. You look it up. You look, you it, look up. it up. Look it up. Yeah. I don't know. All you right. You think there is like a, a mermaid themed restaurant, like a Hooters, there but with be. mermaids? Oh. And they, they force them to wear the tails so they have 
a lot of trouble walking around. Mermaid, mermaid restaurant with real mermaids. I'm going to capitalize yeah. real. <laughs> None of that fake mermaid bullshit. You think, I've been to Maine. First result, you think mermaids aren't real? Check out these bars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What? You're, you're totally right. We call There's several. There you have a list. <laughs> There's a list of mermaid bars. Yeah. Where people dress as mermaids, snorkeling, sexy mermaid girls snorkel in front of you while you drink a, a $13 uh, rack of schnapps. Correct. Yes, it is. Yep. <laughs> There's one in Great. Fort Lauderdale. There's one in Las Vegas. There's one in Sacramento. It's exactly where they should be. There's That's one in a, perfect in, locations for that. The one that I want to yeah. go to is the Sip and Dip in Great Falls, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on man. down to the that, Sip and Dip I Lounge. Those. Oh my gosh. Please, please Google the Sip and Dip Lounge in in Montana because there's a picture of a cowboy be of an old cowboy being kissed by a mermaid. In the shittiest looking bar. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so not only are there several mermaid bars, it's actually such a trope that it has made its way to uh, uh, D-tier resort towns in the fucking sticks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's great. I want to go to the Sip and Dip Lounge in Montana. That's okay. That's all right. Let's go to the Sip and Dip. Road trip to the sip and dip. I bet they're not doing a lot of. I bet they're not doing a lot of business right now. You know? I'm gonna. I we should definitely call them up. But they're mm-hmm. in um they're in Great Falls, Montana, so they're in a city. Mm-hmm. I mean they're like, wow! It's a city that's a perfect grid. <laughs> there are there are no naturally formed streets whatsoever. It's a planned planned city here. Sip and Dip Lounge. It's got 756... Mermaids and Cowboys. 756 reviews on Google. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so these mermaids and cowboys is a weird combination because cowboys are historically landlocked, so we're dealing with river and or lake mermaids, which I feel are going to be smaller and more feral than the sea mermaids who have had an opportunity... Uh, to cultivate cities in the space given. Yeah, the the river... <laughs> fucking lake mermaids. The lake and river mermaids have very sharp teeth and uh, very tangled mm. hair. Generally. Yeah. <laughs> They're very disoriented creatures. All the swamp mermaids in Louisiana. Yep. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, they gonna, they gonna get you down to here, my fish pussy. <laughs> Oh, come, come down here, Cajun time, swamp mermaid, eating out my fish pussy. You mean a Louisiana mermaid? Swamp mermaid. Yeah, my Cajun. Cajun mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we should probably address these uh, police, the police killing of George Floyd, because uh, people will call us out if, because um, white silence is violence. That's true, and I would like to say that yeah. Black Lives Matter, and I support the protests. Yeah, absolutely nothing funny about this. So. Nothing funny at all. 
In Toronto, the police may have uh, uh, shoved a lady off of her balcony to her death. Is Toronto going to do any uh, protests of their own? Have you seen any of that? Oh, yeah. A lot. There's a, there was a big one today and all throughout downtown. Uh, Regis Korchinski Paquette. Uh, she was having a mental health episode. Uh, the police were called. Usually in this situation, they'll also dispatch a special team with a nurse. They did not do so. Uh, the police entered her apartment. Her mom heard, help me, help me, help me, coming from the room. Uh, then, minutes later, she had fallen from her balcony. Uh, some people say she was thrown. Others say she did it herself, or she was trying to escape and then fell. Uh, either way, I do believe the Toronto police are uh, at least partially to blame for advancing on a mentally ill person, even if they didn't shove her, which is definitely a fucking possibility given the depths of depravity of all of these people. Uh, you know? Well, do you think they're going to be uh, some, any kind of destructive protests in Toronto? It hasn't turned destructive. I don't know what they mean. Some people think it's already destructive, but they're just, you know, they're just down... They're just messing up major thoroughfares. It's well, not really destructive, but some people even balk at that. I mean, when uh, when uh, any time a major sports event happens, we get all kinds of destructive riots. So it's definitely not fair to single this one out for destruction when we have been known to riot <laughs> when UNC loses to Duke. You know, a whole bunch. Well, of, that is humiliating. You know, a whole bunch like. Why are we uh, so upset about property destruction when it's not because the Stanley Cup, you know? <laughs> uh, it, it is because uh, civility is used as a cudgel uh, to prevent people from destroying property in the name of human rights because property is equal to human rights, That's not which true. is yeah. the, the thing. Property can be replaced, but you want. can't replace uh, black lives. So, they're not I mean, equal. you can't replace specific black lives. Okay, I'm going to stop treading down this territory. Because uh, it's going to be bad. I don't need to be canceled yet. Oh, I shoot. mean, I'm already canceled. I'll cancel you right now. I'm like the Pope. Okay. The, if you get canceled <laughs> by me, no one else can cancel you because you've been canceled. <laughs> Would it be funny if they started issuing indulgences for cancellation? You know what I think is like if you pay enough. I think it's funny that like, the Pope knows all the lingo, all the hip lingo. He's like, I hope they don't cancel me. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> they are going to cancel the Pope just because he stick up for the boy rape. <laughs> I guess he doesn't stick up for the boy rape, but. Uh... How how much do you think the Catholic Church has gotten better with regards to that? Do you think it is still, or do you think it still goes on constantly? Oh, I think it's go ongoing, constantly. There's no way mm -hmm. for them to, to control. They have no way of controlling it. No, it's ongoing. So yeah, pedos are always just going to be attracted to positions of power. Especially ones that gets you close to children, where you're a trusted figure of the community, and people are willing to uh, put their own 
faith ahead of their judgment yep. in regards to if their child is being diddled or whatnot. <laughs> or whatnot. In regards to if... Yeah. Or whatnot. And, uh, yeah. Yes. But, it, okay, so it's... as uh, People chastised the parents in the Michael Jackson documentary. And I mean, they should be chastised a little, but they were like, I don't understand how anyone could not understand... Anyone could be so blind as to how he was diddling those kids. That parents do that shit all the time with priests. You know, that happens... That shit happens all the fucking time. I don't blame the parents for being glamorized by Michael Jackson into uh, unintentionally pimping out their children to him. <laughs> Uh. Mm. <laughs> I'm uh, reading. My mom's right. I do talk about pedophiles too much on this podcast. Oh, uh, well, this is a little background content. Let's uh, switch gears and <laughs> hit up some of the more negative reviews of the Sip and Dip, the Mermaid Bar in Montana. <laughs> what What do the local cowboy folk have to say about the uh, Sip and Dip? Mike Mike from Auto Sales reviewed. Uh, the sip and dip bars one star this place is a dump manager is a dick dude with a mustache jacked up a two dollar rum and coke and made it 450 during the happy hour then claimed we ordered a morgan and coke really dude plus this race is ra- sorry plus this place is racist as well damn mike was not happy Jeez. How is it racist? Did uh, he just he didn't, say it was uh, racist? Review ends at that point. Um, let's see. Is he a, is he a man of color? Yeah, I can't tell. It, there was no reviews of the mermaids, though. So the mermaids were fine. Oh, here we it go. It was just the... Here's another review from Timothy Gruba. The mermaid was awesome and tried to interact with my kids when she was able to see them. It was really hard for my kids to see the mermaid because the seating is so weird there. The service was horrible. We waited 20 minutes just for someone to bring menus. Okay. So the mermaids were great. So go for the mermaids, but leave before you order anything. That's my guide <laughs> to the Sip and Dip in Montana. Okay. If you got to go to the Sip and Dip. Gotta get, you got to go Coming there. Go for the mermaids. Got to go there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see how far it is from my house. Because <laughs> we're going to drive there, right? Yeah. You're right. Mermaid bars. We'll visit all the mermaid bars and connect them all up. They're all on ley lines. And if you visit them all, you'll create a sigil, which opens the path for mermaids to become real. So <laughs> we have to do it. Oh, man. It is uh, very what far. What is the most highly reviewed mermaid bar? What is the what is the cream of the crop of mermaid bars? Because this sip and dip is clearly a, a penny-ante shithole uh, that some coked-up weirdo in Montana was just uh, doing to get rich. Okay, well, I'm going to check out the... But uh, I'm sure the Las yeah. Vegas one. I'm going to check out the Wreck Bar in Fort Lauderdale. The Wreck Bar? Yeah. See, I don't get mermaid from that at all. I guess the sip and dip doesn't scream mermaid either. The sip and dip, that sounds so horrible. Yeah, it sounds area. like you just like yeah. drink. The sip and dip Ugh. is horrible. It's uniquely horrible. 
Yeah. It's um, and it is it, it is exactly what's its... one thousand and six hundred miles away from me. <laughs> <laughs> what is its overall Google rating? It's got like four stars, amazingly. Four point four. <laughs> Uh, 4.4. Well, 4. What are some positive reviews of the Sip and Dip? Maybe we should promote the Sip and Dip. Uh, it's got all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Gross. Get chlamydia from the buffet. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Doc, I think I got... Um, I think I need penicillin. I went to a buffet, and <laughs> I, I ended up with some, some kind of growth in my privates. From the buffet? I went to a buffet <laughs> at the mermaid bar. It was very moist, and so there were many growths. There were many growths on the food, okay. but I ignored it because it was part of the atmosphere, you know? Because it's a mermaid bar, so. Many growths. The food should be a little barnacly. A little growthy. A growthy. It had many growths. Many growths. <laughs> the food had many growths at the mermaid bar in Montana. It's retro, I heard. The place was packed. Wait, is it actually a retro mermaid bar? Yeah. It's not just a mermaid bar. It's, it's retro. A retro. It's fifties, fifties, sixties decorum. It's retro. What? Yeah. That's you didn't even what? Yeah. That's a whole other level of, oh, yeah. of fucking wacky, coked out weirdo. Definitely made a, made this fucking thing. Oh my god. Oh, oh, who, yeah, here's who one. Who is this hey, guy hey, look. that uh, runs the sip and dip? The mermaid was cool, and so was the organ player. <laughs> Hell yeah, there's an organ player. <laughs> there's an organ player at the <laughs> sip and dip. Oh my god. We have to go it's here. It's an now. absolute must see, says Ty, local guide. Piano Pat and the he mermaids make guy. you feel right at home. Piano Pat. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! There's so are the moon. There's skeletons. They have skeletons, like by the mermaids. They actually have skeletons. Yes. Like skeletons, like in an aquarium. So the, the outside, uh, by the glass, like behind the bar, are just two two human skeletons. That's a a bizarre decoration. Yeah. I. Want... What are they going for there? Like. <laughs> I don't know. Just um, bad acid trip, I guess. Oh. Are they the sirens? Will they lure you with your siren song uh, to your death in the pool of the sip and dip? Oh wow! Yeah, it's connected to like a horrible hotel. Like oh, I see. Uh huh. We should go stay there. See, this is like, see, this is Great Falls, Montana. This is like the dark version of Twin Peaks. Yeah, yeah. This is a great place. <laughs> You're 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 looking at this hotel's website right now. Yeah, we should go stay there. It it's some sort of uh, it's, it's some sort of uh, woods resort. Well, it's connected to the O'Hare Motor Inn, so it's a motor inn. Ooh, and so it's, so yeah. it's a motel. Yeah. So it's so it's a mermaid bar attached to a, a motel, but it's not like. It's not like a, a run-down motel, but rather they're trying to be a classy motel? Yeah. There you go. Montana. So it, Beautiful, they, beautiful yeah. country. They have a website from 2003. And 
and they say that all they have of a our GeoCities website. All of our rooms have been remodeled and updated to today's standards, and the website's from two thousand and three. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go there. Uh, it looks so scary. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, really shitty resorts are very funny. The attempt to create something whimsical and escapist and failing at that, making everything so much more brutal and sad. I don't think they um, are letting people into the lounge because of COVID, so... uh... I don't know if we should go right now to the Sip and Dip and stay at the O'Hare Motor Inn, but it's been celebrating 50 years this year. Isn't that amazing? All of these out-of-work mermaids, man. They need to get jobs as sewage divers. Man, I would love a job as a sewage diver. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I would love to just, I would love to live in a septic tank, like a a poop monster, you know? Just... (laughs) Feed me poop. Yeah. You know? That's kind of... Yeah. That would be fun. Or like... Uh, yeah, I would like to be a Miyazaki-like spirit of the septic tank. Yeah. I was thinking about being a spe- a tree spirit, but septic tank spirits yeah. must exist if tree spirits exist. You know? Yeah. If you're if you're in Shinto mode and you like spirits are inhabit every... Uh, everything. So, uh, you, you, yeah, there must be a septic tank spirit. There's a poop spirit in general. Yeah. There's an arthritis spirit that's. I pray to the poop spirit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the outhouse spirit. The, uh, (laughs) hole in the ground spirit. The poop hole spirit. Yeah. Who was the, in a polytheistic, uh, setting, who's the poop god? They don't have a lot of poop gods. There must. I be. I can't think of a single poop god. I think they just mythology. don't. They don't teach us the important things. You know, there must be a Greek a Greek poop god, but I just don't know who it is. Hypothetically, gods of fertility might be a poop god. Demeter, you could say, is a poop god. She's the god of plants, which are just always they need poop. Hmm. So that is my that is my theory. Demeter is de facto the poop god. Apparently, there's a in oh, Roman mythology a god called Sterquilinus, or Stercutus, or Sterculius, who may have been a, equivalent to Pecumnus. Uh, he's a god of excrement. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty cool. So he had poop powers. Yeah, he could shoot poop out of um, his hands. His hands could shoot. Really? Poop. Yeah. And also, he could shoot. <laughs> he had little. He had little projectile assholes on his hands. Yeah, he could shoot poop ropes, and he could swing around from the trees with his uh, poop ropes. <laughs> he could shoot. And he had a whole, a really cool suit. It's made out of poop that he could zip up, and it was skin tight. And he had muscles, like really big muscles. You know. Um, Sterculius. Yeah, Ster- Stercutus, god of odor. <laughs> Um, God of odor? Uh, of of many things. Poop, odor, um, any any of the gross the gross functionalities. Um, but uh, That's pretty good. They could make a Marvel movie of him, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
starring Seth Rogen. Yeah, he, he came to the aid of the Spartans when all their toilets were backed up, and he unbacked them up by shooting. That's chill, yeah, man. That's a through. serious fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> we shall shit in Sparta. <laughs> shall shit. That movie is weird. I don't think I ever saw it. 300. Never saw 300? Never saw... I, I think I was at one point on in a room and I left the room. It's uh, kind of racist. It looked terrible. It's... Uh, I don't think it's great. Well, did you ever... You're not really so much of a comics person, are you? Mm, not like superhero comics. I like... I don't know. Uh, I but like you, do you know about Frank Miller? Yeah, I know. I read the, some Frank Miller Batman comics and other Frank Miller comics yes yeah they're pretty right they tack pretty right wing yeah like if you attach any political meaning to them at all like frank miller is pretty uh he's pretty out and now he he became very outspokenly actually right wing in his later years yeah definitely not necessarily when he was writing the dark knight returns but even even the dark knight returns it's all about like it's getting on with that 80s thing of like brutalizing punks in the street and you know it's like uh, street crime is out of control and it's not due to poverty but it's just due to people being animals and it takes you know the good men of the world to fuck them up and to use violence to fuck them up yeah frank miller definitely does not think of humans in general as having mostly positive characteristics he thinks of them as very animalistic Batman's there mm-hmm. to clean up the the bad apples, and there's we're being over. There's many bad apples in the human race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I guess there are. But yes. But, yeah. Pardon? What you saying about Frank Miller? I said it, I guess there are a lot of bad apples, but the way to to fix it's not through a uh, a vigilante rich guy. You know. Uh, through brutalizing. Well. Bat- See, that's the other thing about the Dark Knight Returns is Batman usually fights supervillains. He's not usually just fighting impoverished gang members, but in the Dark Knight Returns, he is. Thank God they're not black. Thank God they're just, they're white punks, because otherwise it would it would read very poorly. I'm really glad Batman has never just beaten up a large uh, black gang. That would be very bad optics for Batman. Well, I was. I- did we say it already that the the reason that Batman his mask doesn't cover his whole face is so the police know he's white? Didn't we say that already? Yes, yeah. yes, I believe we've discussed that before. Because uh, yes, you could not have a black man. You can... Oh, you're right. I am black man. <laughs> Get him! <laughs> oh no. Well, now we got Edward. Uh, Edward is it Edward? Edward Pattinson. Edward. Pa- Edward Robert Pattinson. Robert. Robert Pattinson. Edward is Edward is his vampire name. Edward's his vampire. I, 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 hey, I dead named yeah. him, right? <laughs> oh no! I did. No, no I did. don't do that. I did because because vampires are dead. <laughs> <laughs> I dead named him. <laughs> uh, so long, our three trans listeners, our one trans listeners, our no trans listeners. Hey, they can take puns. What? I can't do puns? You can do puns. You can do it. Some people, one time, uh, someone got offended at me. 
for I made a joke where I was saying, what do you call bad Filipino poker players? Mm-hmm. Manila folders, <laughs> which I thought was pretty. <laughs> I thought it was pretty innocent, you know. But then I got DM'd by by an Asian dude who took umbrage to it. He wasn't Filipino, but he was he was Asian. It is demeaning. It's demeaning. Anything Asians. like that is going to be demeaning. But that's a good one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's right. I am inevitably making fun of the name, but it's like I wasn't. I wasn't invoking any like racist stereotype of Filipinos, which I could because there's a lot of them. <laughs> You did a very bad uh, thing, and man. you should apologize. I I did apologize. Well, good. I said I I said I'll stick to make making fun of gays and Jews, the you classes said... of people I'm allowed to make fun of. Oh shit! <laughs> you said that. Oh, yeah, shit. I did say that. <laughs> it was pro- I came across. I realized now is very passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well. Good for you. Uh, Good for you. I I feel no pride. I I've never felt pride. I just feel endless conflict. <laughs> well, I think that's about all we have time for today. Peace out. Have your loved ones. Fuck the police. We all agree. <laughs> Black lives matter. Um, join the protests if you can. Donate to that Minnesota Relief Fund. Minnesota bailing out rioters is Minis- fucking awesome. Minnesota Freedom Fund. Donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Yeah, or any that any shit is bail that- relief fund where you are locally. You can look up for bail relief, bail funds. But if you want to help Minnesota people, Minnesota Freedom Fund. Mm-hmm. I'd, yeah. I'd, if you've yeah. ever felt paralyzed about your inactivity and in political shit, this is the easiest way to not be a dick. So, uh, do it. Yeah, pay for people's bail. Bail sucks. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Jail sucks. Bail is shit. Get rid of the police. But as long as you have a cash bail system, you can manipulate it with crowdsourcing. So, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, in a couple of years, you'll be able to get out of jail if you pay me in three Facebook coins. Oh, what? You don't have a Facebook? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't get out of jail unless you have a Facebook. Oh, God. You 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 have to have a tweet go viral to get out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Fucking nightmare. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.